0: the world. You need to shake off this feeling. Okay. Alright, 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 alright. We need to look at healing respiratory diseases. Respiratory. For proper English sake. <laughs> healing respiratory issues. Hallelujah. Ready, ready, ready. Oh, somebody's hands together. Let's say this, our Father. In the name of your son, Jesus, we receive revelation that is found in Christ. There is accuracy. There is precision. There is preciseness in this house. We say, this is healing ground, and we are healing ministers. Amen. Amen. All right. Mark 16. Now, I'm not asking for what you want me to say now this session. I know what I want to say. (laughs) All right, Mark 16, verse 15. Amen, amen, amen. So, we'll be looking at the degrees and the dimensions of the power of God, right? And uh, we've seen how to, we looked at how to move, how to walk through with the power of God, right? And we said that. It's like an iron. We, we use this morning. we use ion for instance. We picked up from where we stopped last night this morning and we use ion for instance, right? And we said, just the same way you can regulate an ion and takes a wire to heat up, we said you can heat up the power, right? We said we, you can, you can stay. And we said one of the best ways, tongues is the doorway to the supernatural, right? And we said tongues the doorway to the... So that means... No, you, if you have listened to our sermon on how to minister civilly, I said in that place that you don't, you, can, you don't pray in tongues to heal the sick. I don't know if you remember, but no. Now, that's why you have to know how to listen properly. Yeah. You can actually pray in tongues, but the praying in tongues is not for the sick, it's for you. Are you seeing it now? Why, why is it for you? You are trying to generate something, right? We said that in the morning. You are generating something such that when you can now feel it, you'll be able to minister. And I showed you an example, right? And I, I I think I did a practical for you on that, right? Where you can actually minister the power of God that way. All right, look at in Mark 16, verse 15. It says, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believe it and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believe it not shall be damned. In verse 17, it says, and this sign shall follow them that believe, in my name, they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Hallelujah. He says, You will lay hands on the sick. Don't forget, he didn't specify any sickness. He only said, You will lay hands on the sick. As far as someone is sick, right, you can lay hands. Hallelujah. So that means we can lay hands on respiratory issues. Hallelujah. Amen. It says you will lay hands on the sick and they will be look at the Matthew 4, verse 23. Matthew 4, verse 23. Matthew 4, verse 23. Matthew 4, 23. Matthew 4, 23 says. And Jesus went all about, about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching in the gospel, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases among the people. He says, "Look at it, it says healing all manner." Are you seeing it? All manner. And I told you that. Look at even in verse twenty-four. He says, "His fame went through above Syria, and they brought him unto the sick people." And we're thinking diverse diseases and torment. So can respiratory issues fall among diverse diseases? Yeah, it can. And because I walked you through something yesterday where we're doing healing, neurological and ocular issues, that is the eyes and uh, the brain issues and all of those things. And we said that the Bible is not written in today's world, in today's language, because if it was written in today's language, you will find cancer in the place. It doesn't mean those people didn't have it, but medical science hasn't advanced in that world. So that's why I'm personally, I'm personally weary on so many translations that try to overstretch the scriptures in their explanation. I'm very weary of translations like that because every translation is an interpretation because you don't, it's not written in today's world. So we have to understand it in that world. How many of you, let, let me just give you a big study on how to study the scriptures. How many of you have read Shakespeare materials? I'm a, I'm a literature student, so I, I, I kind of read a lot. I can tell you. How many of you have read Shakespeare materials? Okay, now. How many of you notice that when you read Shakespeare materials, you cannot apply it with today's world? How many of you know that? Why? Because it wasn't written, it wasn't writing in today's world. So that's why you will see some grammatical context in this in his in his writings, and you'll be wondering, what is this? You will will see them talking about ships, talking about how they paddled on the king, and you'll be wondering, you can't relate with that. Because that was their own movement of communication in that world. So the best way to understand Shakespeare material, I remember when I was much younger, when people were reading Shakespeare, everybody says, ah, I don't like to read it. Or, how many of you have read William Golding, Lord of the Flies? Ooh, I love that book. You can't really relate with that material, if you are not a proper literature student, because the context of that material is not in today's world. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay, let me give you another instance. Um, Just imagine, I read, do you know that? Okay, even in the dictionary, the dictionary keeps updating. Google dictionary, everything keeps updating, has the world involved. Okay, imagine... We learn Shakespeare now in his right material, writing, I Googled this. Do you know that you will say, ah, something is wrong somewhere, because there was no Google in his time. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, that shows, you will have to go back to his, th- so why do a lot of people, I remember when, when we were much younger, we, were, we read the book Romeo and Juliet, I remember if we read Romeo and Juliet. Do you know that you didn't understand the book till you watched the movie? How many of you were in that category? You didn't understand the book Romeo and Juliet till you watched the movie. Do you know why? Because you will not be able to relate with most of the settings. When I mean settings, I mean the physical happenings of what was happening in that world. You will only, now do you know that in the next couple of years, now there's not AI, right? Do you know that in the next couple of, maybe 10, 20 years, What is happening in our world today now, you know now, there is now electric cars. And the plan is that all, that's what will sweep the whole United States in the next couple of years. Do you know that children now that will be born in the era of electric cars, will not be able to relate with this world of automatic, manual. You know, there was a time there was just manual cars where you have to change the gear all the time. (laughs) I remember... I will see my father change the jail like, like he was fighting, he was fighting, <laughs> like he was fighting the jail, like change it, change it, change it, because he was using what that's to Loreka. You don't even know the name. <laughs> now, that's because that's why it seems like a lot of people have problems with studying the scriptures because it is not written in the context of today's world. And don't try to fit in into this context. You will make a big mistake. You won't understand it. Your best way is to study it with the context of what was written. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when you study it in the context of what was written, you will now look at the application. Is that application everybody is running to. That's why some people will, miss, will pick a text and just blunder the text because they don't know how to, to undo it. Okay, I I'll I will give you for instance. The epistles, for instance, is called a letter. You don't write a letter with chapters and verses. It is in when they were translating the scriptures and putting the, the, the writings of the scriptures together and everything, that was why they broke it down. But when you write a letter to someone, it's just like when Paul wrote a letter to Timothy. So you mean Paul will wrote, write verse 1, this is it? No, no. So imagine I'm writing a letter to you and I'm putting in verse 1. That's why he wrote in that letter, Bring me my parchment. Some people will be saying, Yes, bring me my old parchment. <laughs> you don't even know what parchment is talking about. You have to go to the award to see what parchment means in the award to understand what it says. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that's why a lot of people have problem with that scripture, which we address later, maybe this year or next year. On take a little wine for thy stomach sake, and they said Paul is endorsing alcohol. that's not true. Take a little wine for thy stomach sake is abs. In their word is abs. That is he had stomach trouble. Take this. Are you getting what I'm saying? So he wasn't go and take. He wasn't endorsing go and take alcohol. No, 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 no. You have to learn to read the scriptures in the word of the scriptures. So you would understand properly how... See, let me tell you, when, your worship, when you can't understand the practice of the scripture or the proper study of the scripture, your worship of God will be wrong. Because you won't understand... <laughs> because this is the only Bible we have. What, what, and this is, what, this is the only material that tells us about God. Imagine this only material, you don't understand it properly your worship of God will be wrong. Everything you will believe in the scriptures will be a lie. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that's why you pay close attention with the scriptures. So, why, can, why is it that in the scriptures they didn't have cancer, COVID, um, Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, Broad because medical science hasn't advanced in that world. Do you know that there is now a machine that can open a blind eye? I don't know if you have seen it. There's medical technology now has advanced to that, has started advancing to that world. You see that in the next couple of five, six years now, it will be very popular. And it's not wrong, because let me tell you, I'm going to teach you in this study, it's not wrong because God created man to actually figure it out. That was why no man was born with any you, when you were born, you didn't come with anything. None of you came with that car you brought here. None of you came with this building. none of you came with even your book. none of you came with a bir. Everything was on this earth. So God has given man the ability, the brains. That's why you can't condemn doctors. No preacher of the gospel should condemn the doctors. Are, because let me tell you something. What they are doing is what we are doing. The same way we are healing the sick, they are just doing their own in the natural. Only that our own is faster. Thank God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Our own, our own is just a torch and that's all. The others can still take, oh yeah, take this medication, take this, take that. How else is it? Take. That's all. We don't have time for... (laughs) That's why you can also use the Word of God as, as a medicine for you. The Word of God can also be a medicine to get you healed. If you stay long, see I tell you, if you learn to stay long on the Word, you will come back with a testimony. Hallelujah. If you learn to just stay long on the word, you will come back with a testimony. So, you will find respiratory issues like throats, cough, sneezing, all of those, because they didn't even have a name for it, so they just call everything, you are just sick. You know, I asked you a question yesterday. I said, why, why is it that when we call for the sick to come out, people with glasses don't see themselves as sick? You know, I asked, I asked you that question yesterday afternoon, and you know, we now we not had to think about it. We now looked at God's word and we saw it, right? You know why you do not, you, you know why you don't see it as an issue because you already have a, you kind of have a solution to it, so you don't feel like this one can be taken care of. This is not a major problem. But short sightedness is a problem now, isn't it? A defect, it is. Long sightedness is a defect. In the body, and it needs to. It can be healed. If blind eyes can be healed, at least if we want to say the worst of it all should be blind eye. If blind eyes can be healed, ah, why can't short sightedness and long sightedness be healed? So, do you mean that they didn't have long sightedness and short sightedness in Jesus' time? They did. They just didn't know the name for it. Because medical science hasn't advanced to that world. So that's why you hear, they say, they healed all manner of sicknesses and disease. They, could, they didn't know the name. Is it making sense? Is it making sense now? So can we say Jesus kind of healed, Jesus, healed, Jesus would have healed a respiratory issue. Yes. Yes. It is part of all manner of sickness and disease. So, we said something in the afternoon. Are you learning something this afternoon? All right. So, we said something in the morning. In Matthew 10, verse 1, he gave them power. Right? I will call that power, power of authority. That is, That is the disciples can walk the power of God on his stead. And we now said, we can now do the same things because Jesus has given us this power in form of his spirit. Via Acts 1 verse 6 says you shall receive power. We said the power is with us. That is the power of the spirit of God is with us now. Right? So that shows that every believer has the power of God within him to heal the sick. So, you see that. And don't forget, in Hebrews 13 verse 6, it says Jesus is came yesterday, today, and forever. It never changed. Because he can heal the sick. If he did it before in the four gospels, he did it in the book of art. Oh, why can't he do it in our days? Hallelujah. So he can heal the sick. So that's why you see in Romans 12, it says the same spirit. You start seeing the same same spirit. The same spirit. Same spirit. Why? Because that same spirit that was in Jesus is with us. No, the, the, you will get what I just said properly. That same Jesus. I explained to you yesterday night, that same Jesus is now what is in his spirit with us is now what is called the spirit with us. So that means that same ability, he had to heal the sick, we can do it today. And why? Because we are born again. We are believers. Hallelujah. You you don't qualify for these things. The only only qualification you need is because you are born again. So we've received the same, same spirit. That's why you see in Romans 8, Romans 8, trying to be fast tonight, this afternoon so that we can prepare for the night session. Hallelujah. Romans 8. It says, But if the Spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. Are you seeing it? That same Spirit. So we receive the same, same Spirit. We receive the Spirit of God in us. So that means, I can do the same thing Jesus did. So I, I think you can say that. I can do the same thing Jesus did. You're not saying like you mean I can do the same thing Jesus did. All right. You, I can do the same thing Jesus did. So that means, I can heal all manner of respiratory diseases. Respiratory diseases. Are you seeing it? When we say respiratory diseases... <laughs> We mean, is respiratory system is that network of organ and tissue that help you breathe. So people that have shortness of breath, throat, um, cough, sneezing, all those issues, you know. And, You know, uh, when and it's kind of contagious because we are breathing in and breathing out. It's 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 almost respiratory issues can also be contagious because it involves breathing in and breathing out. So, and you know, when people are dying, they are also losing breath. Hope you know. When yes, people are dying, they are losing breath. So, let, let me show you, let me give you, let, let, let's, let's do a study. Of the first place we see breath. You know, when people are dying, they are actually losing breath. That's the respiratory issue now. I don't know if you work in the hospital here, but I want to be sure I'm right. Hospital people nurses sister when people are dying are they losing breath it depends on the condition but some people lose breath they are getting short of breath right okay that's the kind of issue i'm looking for because we can heal that issue those people that are having short of breath and which one their breath is seizing so when people are about dying their breath is... I've mean, not, 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 not experienced being about to die before. I don't... I do intend to. My, I told you, the way me, I want to die, I will live very, very long. Now, old people will call me hood. You know? <laughs> because... Hallelujah. But I've seen people faint. I don't know why... I, I, when I was much younger, I used to wish I could faint so that I, I would not attend class. How I many of you... I mean we in that category. <laughs> so that the they would just rush me away from school and I'll just tell my mother, you see, you see, I told you I didn't want to go to school today. <laughs> so somebody would just do something in the class, the see the person fate. Ah! I've tried this several times. It never worked for me because the thought of my mother's the thought of my mother's sight alone <laughs> will wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've never. So, some people, they are very easy. They, they faint easily. What causes the faint? Is it a medical condition? They pass out. Is it short, is it breath issues too? Seizures. Okay, so those are things I'm talking about today. All those seizures. Seizures is not respiratory, seizures is uh, uh, neurological, right? Okay, people that have asthma. Asthma is respiratory. Oh yeah, oh, I've seen a lot of asthma patients heal. Oh boy. COVID is also part. Oh boy. Bronchitis, huh? uh, fluid. Oh no, pneumonia. Flu. Oh, we are about to even uh, what they call, not what me I call, what they call. Uh, so you can know how to heal yourself. Hallelujah. So you see that we are in pneumonia, cold, all those things. Oh uh, So now, these things have to do with the breath, all of those things. So, the first place we will see an instance of this is Genesis 2-7. We want to do a study. When God created man. It says, And the Lord formed man in the dust of the ground, and he breathed life into his nostrils, the breath of life. And man became a living soul. (laughs) Now, let me... Do you know what we have taught this text is? I'm about to shatter some of your mindset now. Many of you have had the picture of God as a potter clay who, bre- who just packed the sand and molded it, right? That's the picture most of you had, but that's a wrong picture. Because, let me tell you why. If that is what God did, then that means man died first before God gave him life. Are you thinking? That means man was first dead, then he gave him life. That's not what he did. Because let me explain to you. God is his spirit. You must first, on, that's the first thing you must understand. That God is a spirit. So when He says God formed man, don't see it as Him packing the dust and molding it and say, "Oh yeah, eyes ah, come here, nose come here." Then He's now like a robot. Then he now say, "And life now came." That means God first started with the dead. And if there's anything that is an enemy of God, it's called death. So he could never have used death as his first creation. Am I speaking? Um, if, if I follow him, let me see your hands. He could never have used death as his first creation. So what did he do? I will change your mindset. He's a spirit. is like a blow up together. When he says he formed man, it's like man came. With life. It is not create with death, then now impart life on him. No, 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 no. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's like a wind, a blow up. <sighs> a man was formed. Man was formed alive. Man, God will not start with death. God is not the creator of death, it's sin and the devil that created death. Is it actually even man that created death? All in God's mind is internal life. That is why he says, "He that believeth the gospel, we have internal life." Because any man who believes the gospel and dies today did not die. He sleep. He will wake up again. But a man that doesn't believe the gospel, he is gone. That's what we call death. Death doesn't mean he's going to hellfire. All of those things. Hellfire simply means he will never exist again. It will be erased out of the existence of the world. You won't find his crumbs. You won't find anything. It will be as though he, he was never born. So when you go out on the streets today and you see a man who is not born again, who is not a Christian, what are you seeing? A walking dead man. Because if he mistakenly dies without taking the spirit, because don't forget, we just looked at Romans eight eleven, That spirit is a quickening spirit. That spirit that you receive, that salvation, is a quickening spirit. So if that man mistakenly dies, (laughs) it's as though he was never born. His existence never exists. (laughs) Pardon my language. His existence never exists. (laughs) It's as though he was never born. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that's why you need to preach. That's why we need to get a lot of people saved. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Because if they die, <laughs> I'm saying it again. You know, These are things that people don't like to hear. If your friend, your mom, your, your parents, your siblings, who are, who are not born again, mistakenly die, you will not see them again, no. It's the truth. Are, that's what we call hair fire. They will never exist because we have created the theology that the fire will be burning, The fire will burn. If fire will, and the fire will be burning everlasting, ah, uh-huh. so death will. So you mean that fire will burn everlasting, and the believer cannot have everlasting life? What's that? You are not thinking. Fire will burn everlasting the body. So what do you now think? So and some people don't believe everlasting life. God did not create an everlasting fire to burn some. The only thing God created is an internal life now. So some people believe that God created a fire to burn people. God is not wicked. God is not wicked. So that fire simply means they will cease to exist. They will exist again. They are gone. That's internal damnation. That's what we call the place of the dead. So once a man gets saved, oh, he has crossed from death to life. Glory, Glory to God. God. That's, that's the joy we have as Christians. We have crossed from death to life. We are back to life. Hallelujah. So the real sense of why we were born, we started. So that means, let me tell you something. You can get our material on the supernatural life. Your life really starts the day you get born again. Because that's when the life of God shows up in you. So true life doesn't start the day you were born. No. no, 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 no. It starts the day you get born again. So that's just an aside. We are looking at respiratory issues. So we said in that Genesis 2 verse 7 that it wasn't that God started with death. No. No. It was, God did not start with death. He started with life. Hallelujah. He started with life. He is the life-giving spirit, the quickening spirit. So that shows respiratory issues actually in God's plan can be healed because God did not start creation of our bodies with nothing not functioning. That's why he said he saw all he created and it was good. So that means every part of our body from the beginning can function properly. Because we have life. So that means it's an altercation when our bodies, some part of our bodies start functioning. Are you listening to what I'm saying this afternoon? All right. So, because, you know, I told you, the inspiration of the scriptures must be left the way it is. You must study the scriptures in the context of the scriptures. So, if our body is natural, that shows now, and this is a natural body. So, that's why it is called dust. It's a body that God created to adapt to the natural world. But now, the natural world has now been corrupted, obviously, because of sin and all of those things. So, but God created this body to fit into this place. That's why you are not angels. You are not a celestial being. You are in the spirit also, but you are not a celestial being. You are still a man, man in the spirit. Are you make, am I making sense this afternoon? Okay, so he created a body to fit into the world he created because the major creation of God is man or the utmost creation, let me use that word, is man. So that shows if our body is natural, things can affect the body. And when we say respiratory system, it is something that deals with our environment. And remember, the world has been corrupted, like I said, seen everything has corrupted the world. So that shows that we can catch things in the atmosphere, just like flu. Just with weather change, we start sneezing, we start coughing, right? We start going for flu shots, right? Do, 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 why is that? It's just simply natural. It's not as if it's the devil that is blowing the flu. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? It's just natural because of the world system that we live in. Are you getting what I'm saying? Actually, if you live in this our side now, of, if you're in this hands of the earth, this Rochester hands of the earth, you will know what flu really means. Because of the real of our weather system, how you get what I'm saying? Now, so there is a disorder. So there will always be there will be times there will be disorder within your body, within your lungs, your airways. But you know what? God is the healer of mankind. Hallelujah! He's the healer of man. So there will be so there will be times there will be altercations in your body. Ah, okay, this ah, so I don't feel good. But does God heal everything? Oh, yeah. Samano 3, verse 3 to 5. He says, he forgiveth all our sins and heal all our sicknesses. So if something is wrong, if God made our body, that means that, let me tell you something. If something is wrong and God made our body, we can actually be reckless with the body. Oh, yeah. You know, babies now, you give them something. When you give a baby something, sometimes the baby can, the first thing the baby wants to do is to first throw it on the floor. And you're worried, no, 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 don't do that. It's for you, this like that. It's as the baby starts growing up, it starts knowing that. Are you getting one So there are times you can be reckless in our body. Or, you know, some people that have all this, they, they have smoked so much, they've now become reckless with their body, their respiratory systems are now affected and all of those things. Or maybe before you got born again, you've, over-smoked, you know. Some people can smoke and smoke and... That. Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't condemn anyone, no. But we trust God for their salvation. We trust God for their deliverance. There is no issue that can be solved. If people are addicted to smoking, just feed them on the word. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because we have a whole lot of those problems in our world here. People are just so addicted to smoking and all of those things. Let's feed them with the word. There's nothing the word of God can change. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, there can be disorders in our body. We can be reckless with our body. But God can heal it. Because he started with life. He breathed life to us from the very beginning. So, from the very beginning of God, our body was born with life. So, that shows it's a, it's a problem when a a part of your body is not functioning properly because when he saw you he saw you as good from the very beginning he created man with life so but can man be reckless with his body oh yes yes in fact reasons why people fall sick let's do some reasons number one the mortal body alone is enough reason for them to fall sick do you know a poor diet can make people fall sick? Yeah, if you, if, you, if you don't watch the kind of diet and the food you eat, you can fall sick. The world of frailty, because the world is decaying more, different things are happening within the hemisphere. Yeah, Weaker spirit, obviously. Weaker spirit, you know, the Bible says he casted out some infirmities, the de- devilish spirit among people. So demons actually are involved in some sickness. Do you know that even your mental state can make you fall sick? If you project your mind now for sickness, hope you know you will be sick. You, will be sick. you, have, that, you have tried that before. You've just imagined sickness and you fell sick. Oh. I have. When I was much younger, I remember I ate in my... That's why wrong knowledge is very bad. I ate cornflakes in my dream. Because you know, I didn't grow up with the luxury of eating cornflakes like that. So it was a very luxurious food for me then, and they told us then that if you eat in your dream, you eat poison. So, I, so, and you know how the devil can, can be very, can be very, can target you properly. It was not a woman that we. I suspected that she's a witch that I gave me the conflict. <laughs> in the dream. So I ate it and I was filled up. And I woke up the next morning, I was perfectly normal, at least for the first five hours, perfectly normal, nothing, not till I remembered. My problem was I remembered. I wish I never remembered. I just remember, oh, I ate conflicts in my dream and immediately I fell sick. And that's because of wrong knowledge. Today now I'm begging that I want to eat in my dream. Yeah, he gives his beloved sleep. So if you eat in your dream, eat well. Drink water, nothing will happen to you. What's all the old if you eat in your dream, you eat poison? What's that? He says, I will eat any deadly thing. Yeah. Mark 16, We shall take up deadly serpents, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Are you scared of the devil? What's that? It's because you, it's, that's why I told you in this conference, you have to deal with fear. Because many at th- look at Job's situation. He says, all I have greatly feared has come upon me. That's what Job said. Because all Job kept doing us, it may be, it may be, he started doing sacrifices. He said, all I have greatly feared came upon him. So deal with fear. You are bold, you are stronger. The devil is scared of you. That's why you must be knowledgeable. You feed on the world. We have a lot of materials. Go and eat it. Why eat the material? Eat it. Study the word. Get busy with the word. Hallelujah. Get busy with the word. I remember that I will never forget. It was just because I remember the dream and because of wrong knowledge. I fell sick. Instantly. I just said, hey, I ate in my dream. That woman, I suspect her. Ha! And they say if you eat in your dream, poison. Hey. I said they say, hey. And that was it. I was sick. for the next two weeks. My own sickness is to be long. That my mother is even tired. Ah, get well now. Ah, Get, <laughs> get well. <away. laughs> if you've been sick before, you appreciate good health. Ah, You appreciate good health too. I've lived on medications before so I can tell you what healing he really, really means. Ah, when I'm teaching you these things, I'm teaching you from the bottom of my heart. There are times that I can't go a week without taking medications. I mean, packs of medications. If I'm even leaving my house like this, and maybe I'm going for maybe one week, something, my mother will have packed all the medications just, just in case. You know, your own, your own can happen anywhere. Just in case, you so take it. <sighs> you know, so those sicknesses is bad, though. It's terrible. So, you can fall sick through those means. Through just even thinking it. Okay, you can also fall sick through the words you speak. If you keep saying, I will be sick, I will be sick, I will be sick, you will fall (laughs) sick. Yeah, you can fall, your words have life. Your words have life, it says life and death is in the power of the tongue. So you can speak death to yourself. If you say you want to die next week, just start talking from now. I'm not joking. Just say it, just say it 1,000 times, from now to next week you will die. I no, was Pastor, you are teaching us how to die. Ah, he said, everybody do, what do you do? Just, I'm teaching you the import of your words. Don't speak negative words. Don't, um, it's, it's very key. It's a law. These things are law in scriptures. Don't, don't utter negative, don't join the world to utter negative words. When people are saying, you know, look at how the, the psalm says this. It. it says, when they say there's a casting down, we will say there's a lifting up. Hallelujah. Don't join the world to say to say negative words. Ah, no, 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 no. Deal with your words. Deal with what you are saying with your life. Deal with what you are projecting in your future. I will never forget when we were in high school. Then our teacher told us to do something to look at the mirror every morning and speak words to ourselves, and just say you talk to yourself in the mirror and say you have your bensie, have your middle bensie. You will do this, you will do that. Do you know most of those things I said when I was much younger has come to pass. Now I'm speaking more again. Speak more words. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. It's key. Your words are powerful. If he created the word through his words and he has given us the spirit and we told, don't forget that same Jesus. So see. Look at it. That same Jesus who created the word through his words and saw it good. That same Jesus is now living in you. Then you are speaking death to yourself. Ah, no now. Speak words. Hallelujah. Speak words of life to your to your future. Speak words of life, words of life to your life. Speak it over everything you are doing. Speak it. Don't, don't underestimate your words on anything. Speak it even on your body. You want to lose weight. Speak words. I'm not joking. Don't underestimate the power of your words. Speak it over the little situations. It works. He says, He he, 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 he called the animals and brought it to Adam. And he says, Whatsoever he calls it, so it is. Do you know that? It's not really Adam that gave it lion. No, 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 no. He's just showing us a a pattern that whatsoever you call things, it will answer you. That's it. Whatsoever you call it, it is. Speak. Use your words. Hallelujah. Your words can chart your future. Your words can chart your life. Your word can, can, if you are going in a negative way before, in a bad direction, your word can redirect you back. The power of your words. Speak. This is the only thing I believe with motivational speakers. This is the only thing that I believe we agree on. Use your words well. If people in the natural who don't even have the spirit of God, how many of you have heard? Even celebrities who don't have the spirit of God say, "I said this and it happened." They don't even have the spirit of God. Imagine you that now have the spirit of God. It's just a law. It's not. This one is not even both spirit of God or no. It's just a law. It says, "If you say to this mountain and you do not doubt in your heart, it says you shall have whatsoever you say." Hallelujah. I have the positive words I say. I have, the words I, say. I have the words I say. Speak words to yourself. So we are still on respiratory issues. So the gifts of healing allows you to heal all kinds of sicknesses and disease. Earways, lung, breathing, ribs, bronchi. Is it bron- bronchitis? Bron- you know the name. I have the power. Oh. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> bronchitis. So man, so over the years, man has found ways to heal his body. That's why we can't speak against medical science. That's why you can take just ordinary, hold these cough drops, and you'll be okay. Because man has created inventions on how to heal the body. And it's not wrong. We can't speak against medical science. It is God's ordained. So that's why you can say, I have cough. I have throat. They'll tell you, go and take this. And you will find yourself better. I have, a, I, I, I'm having cough. I cannot sleep properly. They'll tell you, take a night quill. And you'll be able to sleep well. It's no wrong. Be- it's just that man's invention, before now, they didn't have that. Are you getting what I'm saying? Before I'm showing sure the, probably maybe 100 200 years ago they probably don't have that but now in our world we now do and it's going to get better because oh yeah it's going to get better technology is going to advance so much oh yeah now that we are now in the world of ai oh what they are projecting is that this one we are using phone is to tap our hands soon we just tap our hands and call call olemo OG Brian. (laughs) Call OG Brian, and the next thing you will call. He's just tapping your. That's the projection they are projecting. You just tap, then you'll be speaking to a device. Bro, it's It's not wrong. God is in charge of it. The only problem where God is not in charge of it is where men now use it to do demonic things or devilish things. Are you getting what I'm saying? But God is in charge. God God wants the world to actually. God wants man to exploit the brains that he has given them. He wants man to exploit the world as he has given them. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, but we are talking about the power of God. We are not talking about medical science. Amen. Just in case he fails. Because it, anything that has man's intention can, might not work sometimes. That's why you cannot rely so much on doctors all the time. It's because sometimes doctors will tell you, there's nothing I can do, ma'am. I'm so sorry, ma'am. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> There's really nothing they can do. Are you getting what I'm saying? So we are talking about the power of God here. Hallelujah. So how do I get rid of sicknesses like that? The respiratory issues. You know, some people say have lay downs. It didn't go. What do I do? It's still the same lay downs you would do. <laughs> you have to make it go. <laughs> Some people, some people, you know, I explained to you in the morning, some people think these things are magical. These things are not magical. It's what you failed to do that you will still do eventually. <laughs> I've spoken words. Keep speaking. I've shouted. Keep shouting. Are you getting what I'm saying? But look at this. So there's nothing that cannot be healed, right? And there is a way spiritual things work. There's a way spiritual things work. and You must understand spiritual laws. When is, I'm teaching you experience and practical and all of those things. When it comes to those respiratory issues, it's, it's like what I taught you in the morning. It's power that can author it. Because this is inner core of the body. When we say truth, you know your hand can't get to truth. Or a cough, or a sneezing. Hope you know that. Or you say your lungs, or your ribs. Hope you know your hands can enter there. This is different from cancer you can see now. Or, or you can't even see cancer say, uh, or a growth. Or a physical leg defect, or a high something you can see this is mostly in our core of the body, right? It's power that gets those kind of sicknesses healed. The power of God. And that is why we can quantify the weight of the power such that the power has no limit, but I can take a portion of it and put it on the body of this person. It's like that's why I showed you that example of Genesis two seven, when he breathed life to those people. And I told you that he's not starting from death, but he breathed life. So it's like saying, I am. Hmm, God help me. I I I I I want to be able to explain this to you properly because. I, I, I I'm I'm trying not I'm trying to avoid theories in this in this um, in these um, meetings. I'm trying to be more practical. Who has throat cough issues? You do, okay. You do come. Let's use the two of them for let's use the two of them for practical. And I would Just I would I would teach you. I will, we will practicalize. The, it's going to go now. What's what, what's what? Sort so truth, okay. What's your in digestions and, and trust, and truth. you feel like something is or your truth. Now I will ask you. Hope, what's this? We are not manipulated <laughs> because I am trying to make sure that. You don't you go you don't go and think this is a stage we are just trying to do a rehaza here no 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 i'm teaching you practicals on how to heal sick like this are you getting what I'm saying okay you are not manipulated you know so you can know when the sore throat has gone yes, sir. you can know it you 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 feel the sore throat okay now we said the respiratory issues they are going to be healed now because I will lay hands on there, and I will, I will just what I want to do with you is just practical. I will teach you how to demonstrate this. So that when you see issues, because when we say, when we say, um, when we say something is the power of God, right? You know, we've we we studied in our in these our studies in this meeting. I was we've, we've differentiated authority now. And flowing with the gifts of healing. We've done that. Yesterday night, this morning session. We've separated authority and flowing with the gifts of healing and demonstrating power. When it comes to those lungs, because this is, you can be skillful with how to heal the sick. The same way somebody got you filled with the Holy Ghost, right? They can actually teach you how to heal the sick. As far as it is of God, it can be taught. Are you getting what I'm saying? We will keep growing in the knowledge of God's word to be able to explain things properly. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, there will be, the short words will disappear now, but watch what is going to happen. And that's why when you are in a living meeting, focus on what the preacher is doing. It stirs up something in you and you see with the eyes of your spirit so that you can able to, oh, wow, I pick it. I will be able to do this also in my own meetings. Or maybe if I see somebody having these issues. Or maybe any family member. He said, I'll say, go and take drug. I know what to do with the person. I mean medication. You know, now we're in America. Now if you say drug, they would think. I mean medication. Okay. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, come. So let's, let's do it this way. So you said short-truth, right? short route. I'm going to pray for her. And my major prayer for her is to attack the sore throat. Hope you know I can't touch the sore throat physically. Hope you know. I'm not inside her body now. But the God who created the body has given us an ability within us to correct somebody else's body. That's what we call power. That's why there is, it is called healing. To effect a cure, to restore. What does healing do? To restore. That if something is wrong somewhere, it's on the Greek word Ioma, it means restore. So I want to restore what God would have done if he was standing here now. To restore it to a properness. That's what I want to do. Are you following me? You will know when the sore throat disappears, right? You will know when it leaves, right? You are still feeling it now, Okay. Now in the name of Jesus, it's gone. We'll wait for her to stand up. You will see that the sore throat would have disappeared. Because I took power to take it away. I used power to lift it off. Are you following me? So this can also happen to all the lungs issue. You are praying for somebody that has lungs issue, eh, bronchitis, eh, asthma. Oh boy! I remember I was preaching somewhere in one country, in another country. That was last year. Last year, December, and <laughs> I said everybody wants to be it. Come on, everybody had asthma. Almost 15 people. Ah, I said, did you, did you, was pl- <laughs> this planned? So I said, they lay this on everybody. I said, what do you have? Asthma. What do you have? Asthma. What do you have? Ah. Uh. So, so wait, you, you will know what to do when you see an asthma case. Now bring her up. You see that the thing would have gone. Get her up. Hope you were not manipulated. <laughs> so tell us, well, how do you feel? Check it. So you, maybe you have to cough or you have to drink water to check. Okay, yeah, drink water. Let's know. <laughs> it, it's, it's, we are doing practical. So that if it did not go, we, we know what we are doing. Now you get to what I'm saying. Okay, let's, let's attend to you. What do you say your own is? Well, so my truth the- your throat has been painting you for weeks. Yeah. It's like somebody is choking. (laughs) So you will know when it leaves. You will know. All right. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I, I command this to go. I command it to go. In the name of Jesus. I command it to go. Amen. I command it. Now check yourself. No, check it too so that you can know. Say if it is not choking you and all of those things, (laughs) eh? But wait, come. No, check it, move it very well so that you can. You felt light, like something left. Okay, when when I prayed for you, how did you feel? You feel it. That's what I was looking for. So as I touched you, you you felt it. What was the work of that heat? Because I channeled the power of God to a direction. Because I want to take it away. So what will the power do? So the power came in form of it to lift it off. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why you can see, when you lay hands on people, they feel something. That feeling something is to take it away. Especially a sick person. So, is, are you still feeling Choked. Okay, glory to God. <laughs> it did not go. It went. Out. Okay, so check it very well. You have drank the water. Is, is the sotro still there? Yeah. It's not there again. Yeah. Cough very well. <coughs> you are not manipulated. You see it very well that it's gone. Okay. When I prayed for you, what happened? I like, I'm, am I, I, I wouldn't have asked this question if it's a normal meeting, but because I'm teaching you practicals, are you getting what I'm saying? That's what I'm asking. What did you feel? Like a cool breeze. You see, they had different ways they felt it. That's why it's called power. You can't quantify it. it. You know, I told you in the morning, I said it can happen in different ways to different people. I even said it yesterday. Someone can feel it like fire I feel it like different ways. So it came like a cool breeze. Came. But it's like, did, so what else happened? You can now speak normal. Before it was autin. Thank you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So they are healed like that. Now watch. When you are having to heal issues that way, is a principle of divine power. I remember my first case with an asthma patient years ago. Quite some years ago. And I told the person, would you know if this thing leaves?" The person said, I, I will feel it. No, it was, it started with Hossa. Would you know if this is, the person said, yes, I will obviously know because the pain in my stomach will stop or something. So I, I didn't know then. So I said, okay, let me pray. So person said, yeah, it's gone. So I, you know, there's a way, because it's not a big, see, you, even you as a minister, you would doubt like, ah, are you sure it really went? So, I started hunting for more cases in that situation. Let's say, asthma issues. So, I figured that the more I pray for asthma cases it's it's faster because I've, when you practice, there are cases that can, even me, can take me a while to get healed, right? I can struggle, I might stay so long in praying for the person before the person might recover. But there are some cases it's faster because of experience. That's what we call that's why some, you hear some ministers of the gospel say things like, Oh, if you have this case, it's something I'm I'm good at healing. I don't know if I've heard ministers of the gospel talk that way. I'm good at healing people at the wish here. I'm good at healing a cancer patient. It's just because they've practiced it over the years. Are you getting what I'm saying? So they've mastered it. But the truth of the matter is you can actually practice how to heal all manner of sickness and diseases and you will be a master at it. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's a gift. It's the gift of healing. It's flowing with it. So when it comes to respiratory issues... Especially issues related to cough, cold. We put a word on power on it. It's, it's just power that can take it away. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's no... One of the things I just want to tell you in this session is that there is no two ways to it. It's just the power of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Can you use authority? Obviously. But you know we study something about authority. It's two ways. The person has to receive and I told you that many of what you people do is in the name of Jesus be healed. And the person did not get healed because the person was not ready to receive. So you must be a master at receiving also. Because you don't know when you will need to, you don't know when you will need to be healed because the body is frailed. That's why I keep talking a lot about receiving in this meeting. You need to know how to receive. If I'm sick today, I will tell you to pray for me. I'm not shy. I've done it before. I'm not shy. I want, I don't like sickness. I hate it with passion. I hate when my body is not feeling normal. If it is, if I'm fasting and my body style of feeling normal, and I know that this one is abnormal, I will go eat. I don't like that. I hate it. I don't like it. When I start feeling this way, I will, go, I will go and do something to make my body better. Because I've been sick before, I know what it means to, to linger in a sickness. Are you getting what I'm saying? But thank God, I, I had to break it because I saw that it's like the devil wanted to destroy my past life. <laughs> so I needed to deal with that issue. Praise God. So you, you, it's, it's, So, it's a principle of power. So, when you relate with respiratory issue, you have to feel the power of God on you. Sometimes you cannot feel it. Sometimes you can feel it. So, you can challenge it through, like, blowing a ear. Just to feel the power of God. Maybe when you feel the power, you can challenge it through blowing a ear. Just so that, that see, as far as this, just let the sickness go. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you see, eh, I'm telling you. We are entering the days where skeptics will be healed. Yes, Secessionists, healed. Yes, Agnostics, healed. And it will convince them to the truth. Yes, because let me tell you, we will preach you, but let me tell you, some answers to some prayer is power. Some ways some people will get saved. Yes, we will preach. Yes, we will pray. But let me tell you, some people need signs and wonders. And we are ready for it. So we come in every way. We will stay prayed up. We will stay doing our preaching and teaching. Right? And we will make sure that that power, we don't defect in it. Hallelujah. So you need to feel the power sometimes. I explained to you in the morning and yesterday are Probably in the night I will explain to you maybe how you can feel the power of those things. You 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 can feel the power of God. It's it's tangible. And it's must Take out that sickness. That is why. I know some of many of you might not have done this. How many of you have spoken to your body before? You've spoken so much. You've spoken so much, so much to yourself, and the power of God knocked you down on your own. How many of you have done that before? Ah, yeah, you should. That times I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking, and I just feel so much and I'm down. Nobody knocked me down. It's by myself. You can stir up the power of God with you by your words. That's why you need to learn how to operate with your words. Learn how to... If there's anything I would to God that any of you learn in this meeting, is learn how to use your words. Learn it. Your words create life. And it can also create death. But know how to create life with your words. Know how to change your world with your words. Hallelujah. You can talk so much talk and the power of God knock you down on your own. How many of you have prayed before? You pray that you pray that you pray that you caught bodies in prayer and you just start staggering on your own. How many of you have done that? That's the power of God now. You just start staggering. You just see that you are full fo- It's the power of God doing something. So imagine that same thing. It can also happen when you are with the sick physically. How many of you have felt the power of God before? Oh, you... Except you are not... Uh, And you should. To another commission's members, you should. Hallelujah, you should. So you can speak over and over again. So that's why, so when you have respiratory issues, lung, throat, you know, just speak. You can speak and get yourself healed. And the power of God can work also. But do you know that if if you are hungry to get healed, that will also be that you are ready to receive. Also, are you getting what I'm saying? You are ready to receive. That you too, you are also ready to receive. And you know, when you are ready to receive, just ordinary even authority can work. Somebody just speaking and saying the name of Jesus is gone. You know, you can take it because you are hungry to be healed for it. Are you seeing it? So it's very simple. These things are not magical. You are born again, the spirit of God is within you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, we, we, can, we, we can be very skillful. Hallelujah. One of the things I'm teaching you in this meeting is how to be skillful. Are you learning it? Yes, sir. So we, are, we have this session, next session, and tomorrow. So, please, catch everything you need to catch. Hallelujah. But tonight's session, I'm going to be laying hands on everyone. Impartations of God's Spirit. And I trust the name of the Lord that just like that song, he will do it again. Amen. Every sick bodies will be healed too tonight, and if you need it, it's not combustion, if you need impartation to heal the sick. You. <laughs> you know, it's not, that, it's not everybody that like what I'm cheering now. Some people say, my wife just will give me food. <laughs> so, some, people do, some people are non-chalant, but you know the funniest thing, you know one of the things about God's word, they will come back to need it. That's why I'm never, that's why still. Some people ask me, why do you just keep teaching, 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 teaching? You will still need it. <laughs> if you do not hear me today, you hear me in heaven. <laughs> oh, when you die, the angel will tell you, go back to that seat. Go back. That pastor you did not listen to, go and line up in that church. But <laughs> what? You will still hear it. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not bothered. Uh, yeah. You will still need it. It's the word of God. Now it's our meal. When you're hungry, if you fast. It, when I first started fasting many years ago, the first day I did 24 hours fast, hmm, all the food I skipped and more. I ate it. Ah, oh, it looked like I wanted to die. <laughs> I remember this, when you, you grew up with those 12 o'clock fasts, you break it twelve o'clock. That's not fast though. That's not <laughs> I, I break 12 o'clock. You wake up ten, you say you break twelve. <laughs> that's that's, like, that's that fast. Just you deceive yourself. <laughs> I, say, I wake up ten o'clock and I fasted till twelve. I, I, you only you only stayed away from food. Till <laughs> I, say, I woke up at around eleven and I broke at three. i is that fast? You just were not hungry. That's all. <laughs> so, but you learn to pray too, right? You learn to pray. Prayer, fasting. It's, I told you yesterday. Fasting cures unbelief, right? Fasting deals with that mental agitation, that mental issues in your mind that feels like, oh, this will not work. Fast it away. Are you going to fast it away? Your mind will believe the power of God instantly. And spend time praying. You get to, as a Christian, you pray. Oh, Prayer is still the only will. Don't let anybody give you alternatives. Are you hearing me? Yes, we still need to pray. Prayer is still key. Acts 6 verse 4. After all the miracles, everything, the increase, Peter has seen. He says, we will not leave the word of God and tables. We will give ourselves continually to the ministry of prayer and the word. Hallelujah. We stay prayed up. So a Christian must not be shy to receive healing. A Christian should not also be condemned for being sick. Don't condemn anyone for being sick. Are you getting what I'm saying? Sickness happens. It's, sickness is because we are in this world. It's natural. But you know what God has done with us? He has given us healing. So he knew that something would be, so he said that God is quite very, God is quite very, you know what they say, he's the beginning from, he, he knows the end from the beginning. He really does. He knew that, okay, there will be times this, this body I created would have problem and he created healing. He made sure that there is something that the believer can use to heal the sick. Hallelujah. What a God we serve. That's why I like that song. Glory to the healer who heals all disease. Glory to the Father. Oh boy. Glory to God. So you can stand in faith also for people with those situations. And like I said, you can feel something on you. So, and like I asked you, and I kept asking you a question. What do you see when you see somebody? When you see a sick? Do you see healing or do you see the sick? Are you getting what I'm saying? Do you see healing for the person, or are you still seeing the person sick of the condition? So you must work on your mind. So if you see that your mind has not pro- been projected to see healings in people, what do you do? Just go and fast and feed on the word. That's what, so. When it says this kind of unbelief go no by the person, it doesn't mean that. Is the fasting and prayer that we heal the sick. No, no, no. It means you will deal with the unbelief. Are you getting what I'm saying? Feed your mind with prayers of fasting the God and see the possibilities of it. Hallelujah. You see the possibilities that are. Ah, you will go back again and say, oh, yeah, I can see you healed now. You see somebody on a wish and all you see in the street is how the person will be running around. Hallelujah. You see somebody blind and all you see is the person telling you, I can't see. Hallelujah. So you need to focus your mind on it. Hope you know that, like I said, fear, low self-esteem is a spirit. Deal with it. Hallelujah. Play for me, I close. Never show the devil you are afraid. Never. Never. Never show the devil that you are afraid. Never show the devil that you are afraid. You will drop fear. Drop fear. Fear has never worked the power of God. Fear has never worked the power of God. Only boldness has. Doubt, fear, worry, anxiety has never worked the power of God. Never. So if you keep being fearful, you won't see any sick you do. And also you will not be healed. Position yourself to learn how to receive. You know I told you something in the morning, the reasons why people's lives never change is because they don't know how to receive. I told you that in the morning. And some people don't know how to take instructions too. Some people, the pastors must have told them, just go and listen to the word, you will be healed. They will not do it and their case will be still in the same way. Remember I told you about Neiman's story in the morning. The prophet told him to go and dip himself seven times. If he had done it six times, he will not be healed. So those things are key. Instructions are key in a meeting. You need to learn how to position yourself to receive. The only woman that was barren in scripture was Micah. Why? Dishonor. She despised what was going on. What was going on? She despised everything. What's, what's all this? I don't have time for this. Why are you dancing naked? That was it. She never gave birth. That's a shame. Especially within the patriarchs of the scriptures. David seed, And look at how God now did it. He picked up Bathsheba's son. Wow. So don't despise things. Hallelujah! Don't despise things. Don't despise things. Don't despise things. You must be sensitive as a Christian in the spirit to know when this is this this is that. Be sensitive. Don't despise things. Don't do it. Don't despise. As we are teaching you, don't despise it. You will need it. Even me that I'm talking to you, I will need it. I told you I was teaching you how to minister and receive healing. You know? some weeks back and i was sick i was struggling as i was preaching but i was ill because it's the body you can't and the atmosphere alone the weather everything even the even just being in the cold for too long is already a problem being in the sun for too long, it's already. A Are you seeing that the world we live in? So you can you you cannot talk down healing. Don't talk down the power of God. Don't talk down. Don't talk down those things. So if not, my pastor used to say something. He said, "If you speak against it, don't criticize a miracle because you don't know when you will need one. Because whatever you criticize, you can never attract. That's the truth. Don't criticize a miracle because you don't know when you need one. If they say it's a miracle, I like believe." because I'm going to be healed someday. I'm going to need healing someday. I told you a story yesterday of Carrie Pickett of Andrew Mark Ministries. She said, when I hear sickness and all of these things, I only hear it with what you, be, with the testimonies people share. Say I was exposed to the word, the truth of God's word at a very early age that I knew how to receive healing. So once I see a symptoms in my body, I fight it till it's gone. And I've learned to stay properly on divine health. I was like, whoa. So drop the fear, right? Drop fear. And we can heal respiratory issues. We can heal them. They're not told, there's nothing too hard for God to do, right? Lungs, breath, everything. It can be you. Hallelujah. It can be you. It can. It can let's just be on our feet and let's thank the name of the Lord this afternoon oh we bless you Jesus and you know your words will not fail too on those issues right when you have someone or you have or if it is you you can fight it yourself with your words right just stay in faith feed on healing messages right and fight it so we go the word of God is our meal it's, you know there's something the book of hebrews says and i really like it says the word of god is sharper than any two-edged sword piercing and that's what the word of god do it can go down to that sickness and take it away i tell you can't underestimate teachings of god's Word. you can't don't say i don't like teaching i like prayer that was how i was when i was much younger stupid me you need both hallelujah the word of god can deal with anything just feed on it You see it go. Hallelujah. And if you are standing in faith for anyone with respiratory issues, we receive them healed. I stand with your faith and I receive them healed for you. In the name of Jesus. We receive them healed now. In the name of Jesus.